Yes, there's a war for our souls right now. It is incredible, intense, and very evil. So, Father God, we thank you for deliverance. We thank you for protection. We thank you for wisdom and counsel and direction in these very intense days, Lord God, that we will not be lost, that we will not be persuaded or held under the sway of the evil one, but that we will be brought out into the place of rich fulfillment and revelation the revelation of Jesus Christ and the truth that we will not be um, uh, defeated, Lord God. We thank you, Lord, for protection. We thank you for your own your own prayer to deliver us from the evil one. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. We thank you for truth that brings freedom. We thank you for the courage to walk in that freedom. We thank you for giving people the courage to repent and the courage to know that they are loved, to know the truth, to want the truth, to recognize the truth, to even agree with themselves in that they were built by you to know the truth. Lord God, and let the division and the opposition and even the opposition Satan has set up against our own selves within us to be exposed and removed by the sword of your word and truth, by your love, by your power, and by your death and resurrection. I thank you, Lord, that your promises also are true, that no weapon formed against us will prosper, that no word said, no deed done, no rumor started, no evil intentions, no acts of violence, no wickedness taken up against us will be able to bring forth any uh, shame, trouble, temptation, or separation from you. Lord, you said you will never leave us or forsake us, Lord, and so I thank you now for wisdom and counsel. I thank you for giving our us eyes to see, ears to hear, our people for ears to hear, remove the veil from our eyes, Lord God, from our heads, that we may know who we are and what's going on in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Well, in the pattern for prayer that the Lord gave us, we call it the Lord's Prayer, Mm -hmm. says that in Matthew 6, beginning with verse 9, in this manner, therefore, pray, our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And do not lead us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Amen. For yours is the kingdom and the power and glory forever and ever. Amen. So we're focusing on verse 13 of Matthew 6, 9, starting there but deliver us from the evil one. The King, King James Version says, but deliver us from evil. Mm-hmm. And lead us not, there's two things here. Do not lead us into temptation and deliver us from the evil one. So there's there, there are t- things to tempt us mm-hmm. and we want to be uh, resisting those temptations and, yes. and, then, and then delivered from evil or the evil one. All evil comes from the evil one. Right. And we have to remember that we are living in the days, as Luke put it, uh, Luke 21, for these are the days of vengeance, that all things that are written may be fulfilled. Um, So these are the days of vengeance. These are the days of of evil, full bore, uh, coming into its absolute most uh, vile uh, expression, if you will. These are the days that try our souls. These are the days where Jesus says, in your patience, possess ye your souls. In other words, don't 
succumb to the defi- the defeat or the doubt or the fear or the the waves and waves and waves of propaganda and lies and false narratives he says um, be not deceived i think when you say lead us not into temptation that is the temptation to be deceived and but as true followers of jesus christ we live in another dimension we live in the dimension of repentance and and uh, obedience to the lord god and his truth we desire truth we seek truth we shun evil we turn away from lies and uh, well in isaiah chapter 5 verse 20 uh, the prophet writes, Woe to those who call evil good and oh, yeah. good evil, yeah. who put darkness for light and light for darkness, who put bitter for sweet and sweet for bitter. This is exactly what's happening. So this is what's going on. Evil is called good. And good uh, is called evil. Good is and if called you, evil. And if you love truth, you make yourself a prey. If you start to talk about this thing as being a conspiracy, which it was from the beginning when Lucifer was thrown out of heaven, you are called crazy. And yet the whole thing is that. And isn't it interesting that the truth is always mocked and made to look like foolishness or the lie so that we back off from the truth and begin to get double-minded and and waver in our abilities to discern the truth. As we look at what's going on in these days, I'm talking about now the people who truly love Jesus, the true followers of Jesus who love him. They're not just a bunch of uh, religious snobs or stiffs that, that just trust God, the ones mm-hmm. that are crying after the Lord, his true church. Yeah. The temptations are coming in, in many ways. Some of the temptations, be, as we look on the world scene, mm-hmm. as we look on what's going on in our cities and our nation and through Would our media. Become, to become very discouraged. Well, yeah. Well, there's anger. There's a temptation mm-hmm. of anger because we see so much injustice, injustice yeah. and twisted thinking. Uh, there's there's fear. It's like what's going to happen. Over being Fr- overwhelmed. Yeah, overwhelmed. Yeah, frustration. It's like what in the world is going on? What, what do we do? do? Mm-hmm. Confusion, discouragement can come to us. Dismay, and 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 the word is interesting. What Marjorie when God called Jeremiah to to go forth as a prophet as a very young man, probably a teenager. Um, he said, "Don't be dismayed mm-hmm. in front of them." In other words, you're going to be tempted to be dismayed mm-hmm. because he's, he told him, he said, listen, you're going to speak, you're going to preach, and nobody's going to receive you. Mm-hmm. Nobody's going to repent. What, what a job. I mean, you're going to do it faithfully for years and years, One but guy. nobody's going to repent. One guy standing against the people, the, the, the priests, the, the princes, established the religious he is standing order. against mm-hmm. the entire thing the entire abomination system. yeah it's yeah. an abomination bringing the the truth there and so it's interesting with the word uh dismay you know and this is what we're tempted to do. we just look around and we see things that are, just seem like they're such uh, uh, shocking uh, unresolvable problems every day there's something that comes to us these days it comes to our ears mm-hmm. through the media that is just like are you kidding me mm-hmm. it is so nuts it is so truth turning upside down truth falling in the street backwards yeah, yeah it mm-hmm. seems like there's unalterable situations and that what that can do though is lead us into a place of where we freeze paralysis paralysis yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, immobilizing us it's like what in the world do we do well the thing is we know what to do we cannot look at or receive 
our indoctrination from the, the, the sources of this world, whether it's the media or the mob. We cannot receive our, our instructions from them. We must, people listen, you must go back to the Word of God. First of all, if you're in any kind of issue with the Lord God, a double-minded doubt, you know, angry, frustrated, bitter at him, uh, feeling bitter at him. All these are temptations Satan has put, in your, has put in your mind to act upon or think upon or meditate upon. You must repent. You must say, I've changed my mind. God is right. God is good. God is in control. God wins. God wins, people. God wins. It doesn't matter what it looks like right now or how you feel, actually. it The truth will prevail because God is God and he is the one who is in control. And, and Lord, over all of this, even over the insanity, the madness that he is permitting Satan to uh, do his thing right now. He's permitting him to bring the culmination of his rebellion against God. God is permitting Satan to bring that up in his face and to stir up the masses and drag up the population in this fury to spew into the face of God his contempt for God. And we're caught up in that tsunami of, of hatred, uh, Satan's hatred against God. And so what, you know, as as a nation, for example, here in the United States, we have rejected the Word of God. We've rejected the Bible. Tempted to anyway. We, well, for the most part, it's been rejected, refused, mm-hmm. rebelled against. So we've brought on all these things in Isaiah Mm-hmm. And Jeremiah says, you brought this all on yourself because you've rejected the living God. Yeah. So there, there's not a vacuum here. The thing is, if we reject, the, if we will not be filled with the truth, if we will not follow the living God, we will be overwhelmed God with will, lies yes. mm-hmm. and we will be bound and destroyed by the work of the enemy. Well, it says in Thessalonians, Second Thessalonians, that God will, if they refuse the love of the truth, if they, whoever they are, we refuse the love of the truth, then God will send them, God will permit a spirit of deception. God will send them a, a, a strong delusion, strong delusion, that they will believe a lie. And Jesus said the very, very first thing he said when he talked about the end, he talked about do not be deceived. This spirit of deception and delusion and uh, coercion and blackmail and intimidation and people bowing and people uh, you know, succumbing to these threats and intimidation, is part of what that is, but this this is the 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 end. This is the fruit. This is the tree grown up. This is the dry wood. Jesus was talking about because it all began in Romans, where it says in Romans chapter one. You know, it's not our fault. This has been going on since the beginning, but God had to turn them over, allow them to believe or receive. Uh, or allow them to choose what they wanted to believe. And when Satan wrote his narrative and con, con, uh, blackmailed and bribed and intimidated and threatened for years and years and generations and thousands of years, this is what happened. And and so Romans talks about since the creation of the world, you know, God's wrath was revealed from heaven against the ungodly, all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who suppressed the truth suppressed it, held it down, didn't allow the truth to flourish, mm-hmm. told another story because that what be may, may be made known of God was manifested in them. God has shown it to them. For since the creation of the world, his invisible attributes were clearly seen, being understood by the things that were made, even as eternal power and Godhood could Godhead, so that they were without excuse. In other words, it's all around you. Creation speaks, screams, tells, testifies of the goodness of God, the power of God, the intimate 
uh, abilities of God, the, 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 the technology of God, the creation of God, even the butterflies, the caterpillars, the, the trees, the grass, everything testifies to the goodness and the truth and the beauty of God so that we who reject this testimony of creation are without excuse because although they knew God, they did not glorify him as God, nor were they thankful, but became futile in their thoughts and their foolish hearts were darkened. The veil has been pulled over the eyes of the unwilling. The, the spirit of error is upon us uh, for the most part. Now, we don't have to succumb to that. Lead us not into temptation. Deliver us from evil. Deliver us from doubt, fear, deception. Jesus is is willing and able and, and committed to those who are his and who have surrendered to him to glorify God, to be thankful that our minds will not go into futility. Because, you know, the Bible says what you think about, meditate on, that's what you become, basically. So if we're thinking and meditating on all this hatred and violence and focusing on that, and I know we have to deal with it somewhat, but we must keep our eyes, our hearts focused, held, uh, uh, fastened upon the Lord and his goodness. Because those people out there, they are foolish they're professing to be wise. They have become fools. They have changed the glory of the incorruptible God into an image made by like corruptible men, false gods, shivas, false deities, beasts, four-footed uh, beasts and creeping things and birds. Therefore, listen to this, 24, verse 24, God also gave them up, gave them up, let them go. He allowed them to have what they wanted, to uncleanness to the lusts of their hearts or the feelings and emotions of their hearts to dishonor their own bodies among themselves. This is called sodomy. To exchange the truth of God for for the lie. They wanted the lie. They worshiped and served the creature rather than the creator. We even began to believe we came from monkeys. There is no God. God is, uh, there is, see, there is no God if we're accidentally created by some random chance happening. Then there is no God to give any account to. And that's what they wanted. Get God out of that equation. Remove it so we can do what we want. For this reason, God gave them over to vile passions. So he gave them up to uncleanness. He gave them over to vile passions. For even their women exchanged their natural use against that which is nature. Killing their own babies. Lusting after one another. Likewise, men having uh, leaving the natural use of the woman. They didn't even like women anymore. They wanted to have, as in Sodom and Gomorrah, they were going after strange flesh um, and doing what is shameful and receiving in themselves the penalty of their error. And even as they did not retain God in their knowledge, God gave them over again to a debased mind. He gave them over to uncleanness. He gave them over to vile, vile passions and a debased mind to practice sexual immorality, wickedness, maliciousness, envy, murder, strife, demi reading our male deceit, evil mindedness, their whispers, backbiters, haters of God, violent, proud, boasters, inventors of evil. Every day is a new evil invention. Disobedient to parents, dis undiscerning people, church people, undiscerning, caught in their churches, being indoctrinated by witches and wizards in their so-called Christian churches, undiscerning, untrustworthy, unloving, unforgiving, unmerciful, who knowing the righteous judgments of God and those who practice such things are worthy of death. They know that, but they not only do those things, but they approve of and practice and promote those things among others. This is Romans 1. It's been on going on since before Romans was written. It's been going on since Satan decided to corrupt the earth and steal God's creation from him. Well, we're being destroyed by evil 
evil leaders because one of the things, the ways God judges a nation, <clears throat> a nation that turns away from him is that, okay, you don't want my leadership. I'll give you the leaders that you want, and I'll give you evil leaders. Mm-hmm. I'll give you ones, those that lead you, uh, Isaiah said, those that lead you cause you to err, cause mm-hmm. you to get off the road. Mm-hmm. They, ca- they cause you to make mistakes. Um, they destroy your paths. They, you know, so it's, we're at the place right now where um, there is a, there's an utter, uh, there's an anarchy. It's an orchestrated right. anarchy right. designed to, to bring in, to destroy yeah. Uh, this nation, and America, in, as we know it, to bring in a new world order, to bring in an antichrist world system. Yes, and this is what the world system is now. It is antichrist in its in its makeup. It's always been antichrist it's because it's been, been pro demon, pro devil under the prince of this world. Yeah, but the, the intensification but, of it now, yeah. it's being orchestrated by Satan, by the elitist, mm-hmm. by who are mayors, sold out to him, governors, mm-hmm. preachers, leaders, false pe- leaders, false preachers, uh, Supreme Court judges, Supreme everywhere, Court judges. you know, everywhere. If Satan has placed his people in every key position for the most part, for the most part. I'm not saying every leader out there is wicked. No, I'm not. There are many godly men and women out there who are holding, God bless them, they're holding the floodgates back in their particular area. And so God bless them. We're not cursing everyone. It's not a general blanket statement. There's a war going on and you need to know and choose whose report you're going to believe and whose side you're going to be on because there is a day of reckoning coming. It is not in the distant future even. It may be in the next couple of years. It may be in the next 10 years. It may be, well, it will for sure be for positive, sure, absolutely be in your lifetime. When you die, you will have your day of reckoning, whether you live another 20 minutes or another 20 years. So we will all face the Lord God, the creator of the universe. We will face him to give an account of what we have done, how we have proceeded, what we have believed, what we have promoted, what we have permitted in our midst. And it is, you know, I cannot answer for you. And thank God, I won't have to answer for you. You won't have to answer for me. We're all going to answer for our own selves before the Lord God. And he knows everything from the foundation of the world. He knows the beginning from the end. And he knows what you're up against. He knows how you were brainwashed. He knows how you were persecuted in your childhood. He knows how you were set up, programmed lies with lies by the body of death. He knows everything. But now your eyes can be open. There is still light. Jesus said, we're the light of the world. The light is still here. The restrainer is still here for a little while. But when that restrainer, who is the Holy Spirit, according to um, 2 Thessalonians, First and Second Thessalonians, when he is taken out of the way, that is 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, by the way, when he is taken out of the way, and then it says the lawless man, the man of perdition, the, the Antichrist, will be revealed. So when the Holy Spirit is taken out of here, who restrains, who holds back, who keeps that little morsel of good, who gives hope to people, who gives healing, who gives the revelation of the good news of the gospel of Jesus Christ, when he is taken out of the way, then the wicked one will be revealed. And where is that Holy Spirit? He abides 
not in necessarily a church building, not in a location, but in us. And when he goes, we go. Now, whether you want to call that the rapture or the, I don't care what you call it, the catching away, when the Holy Spirit is, when God says, that's it, Holy Spirit, job's over, come back, come back to heaven, because he sent the Holy Spirit on the day of Pentecost. He's also going to take him back on some day, which we are not sure what that day will be. But when it comes, then we who love God, will go with him because Jesus said, I will never leave you or forsake you. Now get ready for crying out loud. Do you not care about your destination for eternity where you're going to spend eternity? If you care about that or care about your people or care about your children, because there is a hell. I know Satan has downplayed the fact that there's a hell. He's also downplayed the fact that he exists because if you even talk about the devil, then you're a crazy as well. But the thing is, there is a spiritual war that's been going on since he fell out of, kicked out of heaven. And that is a conspiracy against God. It is not an accident. It is, it is a, a, a diabolical plot. And we're in the throes of it right now. We're in the throes of it right now. Oh, we have to look at the, Jesus said in the last days, uh, there would be a falling away first. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in Thessalonians, the falling away first and the man of sin is going to be revealed. Paul wrote that in Thessalonians. But what's going to happen is that what has happened is that what is known as the professing you know, church yeah. ha- has really gotten to be an abomination. Right. It's got to be an abomination is something detestable, though that which God is to be taking delight in in his people uh, has become an abomination. Well, that's because that Satan has not only worked in the political arenas and the and the he uh, works through the preachers. He he works. He, he comes as leaders. an angel of light in Romans. I mean, uh, first or second Corinthians chapter eleven. Uh, yeah, he says uh, he comes as an angel of light, and his ministers, those who minister on his in his ministers name, ministers of come, righteousness. righteousness. And I'm going to tell you what, people. You know, most of we're, the church of Jesus Christ. The followers of Jesus Christ, many of them are stuck in these snares, these pseudo fake churches that are preaching a counterfeit gospel of preacher's ego or, um, uh, you know, business model. Yeah. Corporations Corporation built model. on a 501c3, blah, blah, blah. Get out. Get if they're, you know, and you won't. So this thing is a problem because. As the frog is being cooked in the kettle gently, gradually the heat is going up. We're putting up with more and more and more and more and more stuff in the church, more and more. We're practicing. We, we, we uh, celebrate Halloween, for example. That is an abomination to God. That's just one little thing. We have... Uh, Homosexual transgender ministers. Yeah. Oh, there's another thing. Just every Hello. everything, you know, and, and, and we permit and pr- promote abortions and lies and injustices and witchcraft and control and manipulation and false accusation. In our churches and the innocent people of God, you please, for your life's sake, get out. You say, well, I don't know where to go. Well, you'd be better off going nowhere than to go into these churches. And I'm not saying every person in the church is bad, but I'm saying a lot of these uh, establishments are not of God. Because if you go back and look at the book of Acts, where we have the original pattern of how a a church should look, how they should fellowship and work together and, and there's miracles and, and signs and wonders and healings and even sharing their goods in common, et cetera, from time to time when necessary. That is not happening now. We have social justice. We have the social gospel. We have the, it looks like the gospel is full of divination because it is not what it looks like. And people are not, um, uh, I, I don't know, uh, wise enough or, or, or aware enough to understand that they're being 
had. They're being deceived. Well, in in First Timothy four one, it said, "In the last days, many shall depart from the faith, giving he, giving giving heed, heed to, to seducing spirits and, and doctrines of devils." devils. And so, evil men and imposters are going to grow worse and worse. And these preachers that are imposters, they're they're growing. Your your itching ears want to hear. Oh, it's going to be okay. Oh, everything is wonderful. Oh, peace is coming. Blah blah blah. No, Jesus said, "I've come to send division and a sword." And here it is. Here it is. What he said. He didn't come to. He doesn't want it, but he had to permit it because he knew what was going to happen. He says, "Yeah." In the in the same family, three against two, uh, mother against mother in law or daughter in law, it's it's. He said that's happening because why? Because they refuse the love of the truth. When you refuse the love of the truth, and what does that mean? That means you have not repented. We need to repent. That Jesus started his whole gospel ministry with those words: "Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand." And if it's not, if it wasn't true then, but it was. It is all the more true now because the kingdom of heaven is about to arrive, return, be restored to the earth. Jesus Christ is coming back again. And as it would look in the signs all around us, it is very soon. But that doesn't mean there's not going to be a lot of of hassle and persecution and death and accusation and trouble and pain and grief and weeping and sorrow and bloodshed before he gets here. Yeah, Paul told Timothy, he said, all those who will live godly in Christ Jesus will suffer persecution. persecution. It's interesting. Matthew chapter 10, there's some, several verses i like to read here, beginning with verse 16, the words of Jesus to his people, to his disciples. Behold, I send you out as sheep in the midst of wolves. Therefore, be wise as serpents and harmless as doves. But beware of men. Mm-hmm. For they will deliver you up to the councils and scourge you in their synagogues. So mm-hmm. the government is going to get the after you. The court systems. And the church, mm-hmm. is the religious community, Everything. is going to get after you. You will be brought before governors and kings for my sake. And we, we, we know people right now, uh, leaders that are being brought by, you know, attacked by attorneys general in several states for doing really nothing wrong to try to censure them mm-hmm. and, and those who speak in their ministry. Um, yeah. For my sake, as a testimony to them and to the Gentiles. So let this be, Lord, let these persecutions be a testimony to these wicked men uh, and women. But when they deliver you up, do not worry about what you should speak, for it will be given you in that hour what you should speak. For it is not you who speak, but it is the spirit of your father who speaks in you. Mm-hmm. And so now brother will deliver up brother to death, and a father his child. And children will rise up against their parents and cause them to be put to death. And you will be hated by all for my namesake. Some people will say, <laughs> we want everybody to love us. Yeah. We want to keep everybody happy. But mm-hmm. this is what's... If what they will ha- people say? They won't like me, I'm afraid. Yep. But he who endures to the end will be saved. When they persecute you in this city, flee to another. So sometimes when persecution comes, you've got to stay and just endure it. And sometimes, sometimes you've, you've got, got to get, get out. out of Dodge, right? <laughs> yeah, For it, assuredly, I say to you, you will not have gone through the cities of Israel before the Son of Man comes. So he says, a disciple is not above his teacher nor mm-hmm. a servant above his Lord or above his master. Um, for it is enough for a disciple that he be like his teacher and a servant like his master. So if they've called the master of the house Beelzebub, the devil, yep. they're calling Jesus a devil. They call him, he's mm-hmm. you the son of the devil. You're yeah. casting out devils through the devils through the power of the devil. How mm-hmm. much more will they call those of his household? And so if they treated Jesus this way, 
you know, it's, it's interesting. I want to just say this. I saw uh, on uh, Facebook a few days ago, there was a guy standing with a sign, a big sign, and, and it said, if Jesus Christ comes back, kill him again. This is this is the spirit. Of, this is the evil. This is the foolishness. This the is the outright dark, horrible insanity that we're dealing with here. But, he, but Jesus said, therefore, do not fear them, for there's nothing covered that will not be revealed and hidden that will not be known. So well, he's going to reveal everything, and everything is being revealed, but nobody wants to receive it as truth. Everybody wants to just downplay it, deny it, uh, splash it around, dissolve it, get rid of it, so that the truth is not ex- uh, um, experienced or rever- reverenced as truth. But going back to what you said, they're being called before magistrates and governors and things. The silent majority, the silent majority, is agreeing with evil because they say nothing. That is one of the Standing ways we down make. Yeah, is that, the that's right. The, that's the one of the main. St- that's one of the main ways yeah. we make an agreement with the, with the devil is through a passive agreement. We say nothing. Now I understand. There are uh, there's a time to speak and there's a time not to speak and God will give you in that day what to say. I get that. And but at the same time. There is a, a a light and the word of truth that needs to be emanating from you at all times for people to see because you are the only, we are the only witnesses to the truth left on this planet. The Holy Spirit in us, we're the light of the world and the silent majority has to speak up because there are more in that majority. There are about two or three or maybe 5% of the people that are vile and, and passionate for that evil that are speaking and, 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 oh, and, and, and the 98% or the 95% are saying nothing so that the, the 2% control 100% of what's going on. Now, listen, please, you are going to have to give an account to God of every word you say. And I believe we're going to also have to give an account to God of every word we don't say. It is time to stand up and declare the truth. We have some brave people who are doing it, that one, two, three, four, here, there, but they're all by themselves. And one person all by himself speaking the truth is an easy target for four or five other thugs to come and knock him down. But if you have a gang of good guys that are standing up for righteousness and truth and backing those who are, are honorable uh, like our police, they're honorable for the most part. Yeah, yeah, we're not going to get into politics. There's some bad ones. There's bad everything, bad preachers, bad governors, bad policemen, bad this. But that doesn't mean that we should defund and destroy that which is good. Now, listen, you cannot be silent anymore. You have to speak with your life, with your words, with your actions, with your actions. We have to speak and know and declare and embrace the truth. And if you are coming into a place of being doubtful and double-minded, that is not from God. God does not give us a spirit of fear or double-mindedness. That's coming from the enemy who's trying to make you feel uh, intimidated or afraid. When you are perfect love casts out fear, there are only two kingdoms. There's not a third kingdom. So if what's what's going on in your life reduces down to fear or doubt or anger or double-mindedness um, or indifference, it is not from God. God did not create us to be indifferent. He created us to be soldiers, warriors, sons and daughters of the Most High God. Do you get that? Do you know who you are? Are you still fussing around with who you are and if you're of any value and do you count and does anybody get care about you? Get over it. For you are loud. created by God, made in the image of God. If that's not enough for you, there's nothing that'll be enough for you. God is your Father. Now, 
Act like it. The Holy Spirit's in you. Be brave. Be courageous. Don't lay down and let people run over you. Be wise. Be wise. But also be faithful to God, for God is faithful to you. He is the way of escape, too. Jesus says, I'm the way. That means he's the way out, the way in, the way up, the way through. He is the only way you're going to get out of this life okay. And so accept Jesus Christ. And if you've accepted him, uh, covenant with him for divine protection and follow him and be brave and don't back down. Yeah, be bold, be brave. The Bible says that cowards will be in all cowards. Yeah will be in the lake of fire. Isn't that amazing? So you want to what be did there? cowards do? They just they, didn't do anything. They, they backed up. They caved in. They don't do in. anything. Yeah. They stand down. That's their sin. It's their be, sin is they do nothing. They're cowards. Because what we've got going on in our country right now is a spirit of intimidation. And antichrist. The, the evil antichrist mm-hmm. mobs mm-hmm. backed by rich elite people and stupid, ignorant, insane governors and and and, 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 and some promoted by the and, false and narratives of the media that has been bought up and paid for by Satan. We have been we have been propagandized. We've been brainwashed. We've been programmed. We have been bewitched. We have been bewildered. All of that stuff is part of the 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 global destruction of the human being yeah, that, the, that Satan has. He hates. Why does Satan hate human beings so much? Because they're made in the image of God. Because they carry the DNA of God. So what they did in the book of Acts when they were threatened, they said, don't preach. You can't preach Jesus anymore. You can't build a church in a downtown fun zone. You, you can't you can't uh, you can't meet. You have to wear a mask. You, you can't have to be sing. six feet apart. You can't sing. It's a bunch of garbage. Crap. It's a bunch of lies. Crap. What they did in the book of Acts is that here's what they prayed. Now, Lord, Acts chapter four, twenty nine. Look on their threats and grant to your servants that with all boldness they may speak your word by stretching out your hand to heal, that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus. And when they had prayed, the place where they were assembled were was shaken, and, and they all were filled with the Holy Spirit, and they spoke the word of God with boldness. So what they did, when they, when they were threatened with intimidation uh, and, and legislation, Antichrist legislation. Isaiah said, Woe unto those that make unrighteous decrees. This is what we've got going on with city councils, government officials, unrighteous decrees. Woe unto those. He said, Paul, uh, Peter said, We're going to obey God rather than man. Yes, amen. You know, so, Father we, God, we, we are obeying decide. you. We are here to stand in your grace, in your goodness, in your love. Lord, we do not hate perfect love casts out fear. We do not need to hate people. We don't hate people. We hate evil. We hate wickedness. We hate what's happening to the lovely people that you've created and the wickedness, the injustice, the cruelties, Father, the bloodshed of the innocent. Father, we confess these things as sin and an abomination. And Lord God, we ask that you would have mercy, that you would cleanse us from these sins, from the sins of of passivity, the sins of silence, the sins of being a coward. Lord God, and that we stand in having done all to stand because we are faithful to complete the work that you've called us to do because you are faithful to complete your work in us. So encourage our hearts this day and in the days to come. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I have an emergency. What is your location?
Radio, because there's a war for your soul.